here with Mecca Nikwa, one of my buddies, who's associate attorney at Lemiro Law. Mecca, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, Chris? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. So uh, just quick, quick overview. So what kind of law do you practice? How long you've been doing it? Just so that people can get a feel for what we have going on. I've been practicing law for 10 years. I do mainly criminal defense and a little bit of personal injury. When I graduated from law school, I started at the public defender's office about a year and a half ago. I transitioned to a law firm where I still do criminal defense, but I also do a little bit of personal injury cases as well. You realize you couldn't make enough money to survive being a public defender, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I thought that it was the time. I thought it was the time. Uh, one of my uh, buddies was an attorney over at Lemiro, and he was a part. He's actually a partner over at Lemiro, and he uh, recruited me to go over there. And it was uh, uh, something that I couldn't, an offer that I couldn't refuse. So, Just to pull the old mafia line, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, I'm glad that I did it. I, I'm glad that I did. It. I'm very happy there. Yeah, obviously, I know a lot of the people there. One being my brother, who's an attorney, and great people. I mean, you ended up in a good spot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I get a bunch of questions that I put out to on Instagram and LinkedIn, and just some of my friends that text me back on, you know, what ask. I'm doing an ask an attorney session. Like, what would you want to uh, know? And I got a ton of questions. It's really cool, like just hearing these random questions that people have. Like I said to you before, some of them were pretty incriminating, so I didn't want to uh, include those. <laughs> I might have to plead the fifth on a couple of them, but I'll give it a go. All right. So the rap, we'll do rapid fire. The best you want to answer them. Sure. We talked about it, so like attorneys are going to be in vague, so be vague where you have to be. But uh, sure. so the one, the first one is, so somebody is super guilty that you're defending, not yeah. just guilty, super guilty, whatever that means. Um, so I guess if you know somebody, you know, just the, the evidence is so stacked up or they've already, you know, admitted guilt, like what's your strategy for your client in that situation? So at that point, if somebody is super guilty, it really becomes about protecting their rights and making sure that that person has a fair trial. Um, I'll give you an example. So say that the police pull over one of my clients, they search his car illegally, and they find either a gun, drugs, something of that nature. If I could establish in court that that search was illegal, I could get the evidence suppressed. That means that it's thrown out. And what that does is that it protects everybody's constitutional rights, right? Because you want to live, it holds the police accountable. It holds the government accountable. And I want to live in a society where, you know, I believe in the Fourth Amendment, where people are free from unlawful searches and seizures. And I also believe that um, it's the government's burden to prove somebody's guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. And if they can't do it, that person should go free because you know this isn't Game of Thrones where you just assume somebody's guilty and you chop off their head. Because every so often you get situations like you know the Central Park Five where you think that the evidence is overwhelming, but it turns out not to be. Another example of that is Duke Lacrosse. So it's really about protecting people's rights and ensuring that everybody has a fair trial. And the Constitution has to apply for, for it to work. And I believe strongly in this. It needs to apply to everybody equally. So, you know, you really just are uh, defending their rights at that point. So when you said uh, you know, go in the trial, like how, how much 
how many cases actually make it to trial versus like how much is just how many deals are just made behind the scenes before it even gets there? Oh man, um, very very few cases get to trial. I want to say about probably between ninety five to ninety eight percent of cases work out before trial, whether it be uh, a plea deal whether it be dismissed um, on the motion of the prosecutor, but it's very rare for a case to go all the way the distance to go to a jury trial. And the reason for that is because there's, there's a risk. There's a high risk. A lot of the times it's, look, you could plead guilty and get probation, or if you lose trial, you're gonna get five years in prison. So a lot of times it works out that way. Sometimes we're able to establish somebody's innocence. So the case is dismissed by the prosecutor before then. Sometimes it's sent back to municipal court. But yeah, it's very, very rare for a case to actually end up in a jury trial. That's so interesting because you just see like on TV, like law and order, like you just see everything goes to trial. So you just think like commit a crime, get a lawyer, go to court have your day in court but it doesn't sound like that even happens most of the time so you're not you're spending most of your time on the phone meeting with prosecutors versus actually going into court right right and a lot of the times it's um determining what's the appropriate punishment right if somebody gets pulled over and they're caught with drugs what should happen to them should that person go to jail should that person get probation? Should that person pay a fine? There's no real book that you could open that determines what the appropriate outcome is. So you wanna humanize the person to the prosecutor and a lot of it is getting what the appropriate punishment for that crime is. If the person, if it's something that you can't try, the person's guilty, they're on video, something of that nature. So yeah, a lot of my time is spent uh, working with the prosecutor. And sometimes when the prosecutor feels that there's issues with the case and they can't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt or they or they may lose that trial they'd be willing to downgrade the charge